Welcome to The Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast where we discuss all things compounding and all things concerning independent pharmacy. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Delisio, North American Sales Director, and Sebastian Dennison, Clinical Compounding Pharmacist. All right, welcome Compounding World. You're listening to PCCA Podcast, and this is our first episode. My name is Mike Delisio, and with me is my co-host, Sebastian Dennison. And welcome, Compounders. Uh, Sebastian's been part of our team in, uh, for quite some time, but we'll get a chance to do a full, complete introduction. Um, as our first episode, I wanted to lay out the, the concept of what this podcast will be. Um, in our opinion, this is the most comprehensive compounding podcast in existence. Our goal and our plan moving forward is to help educate you on so many different subject matters, from clinical information regulatory information, marketing content, anything that can impact your practice of compounding um, and hopefully try to grow your business. Uh, We will bring on special guests from time to time that will be experts on certain matters, um, but the real main goal that we're trying to to cover here is to discuss all things compounding and, and how that relates to practice for physicians, patients, and obviously for yourself as pharmacist. So Sebastian, um, just some quick questions. We'll talk to you a bit about your experience, your time with PCCA, and some of your knowledge. So I'm, I'm really fortunate. I came from the membership prior to joining PCCA. I started off at a small compounding store in, in Canada back in 1999 and worked there for close to 11 years. Once, uh, once we started developing our compounding program, we ended up getting a lot busier uh, just through organic marketing and some of the things that we stumbled over we could have learned from PCCA. So part of our focus here is to kind of share our knowledge and share some of the uh, tricks to build a practice and become stronger compounders. And then on top of that, just kind of keep building into a better practice and a better profession, not necessarily just slinging drugs, but actually becoming professionals while we're doing it. And what that means is bringing more legitimacy to the practice as a whole. So we can't just do the old-timey type compounding. We actually have to have evidence behind it. We actually have to be improved in our entire game overall. So this is what I think our focus is in trying to bring more information to everyone who's listening. So, but back to the, back to the point was, yeah, it started in 1999. In 2011, I came on board with PCCA, and I've been a full-time consultant effectively since then. Uh, it was like moving to the beehive, though, if, you're, if that's sort of a, a good representation of what it's like. When you're out in the periphery and you see what's happening with the beehive and it's really busy and you kind of keep picking up little pieces from them, but once you come inside, you really start to learn. And that's, that's where my knowledge base really took off. Um, I was given the opportunity to kind of delve into whatever topic I wanted to over that last seven, eight years. And now we're, we're kind of at the point with our entire industry where we're, we're becoming stronger and more knowledgeable and we're sharing much, much more. So this is where we are. What about you, Mike? How did you, how did you come to be with PCCA? Um, I, guess, I guess my history is slightly different, Sebastian, is I'm not a pharmacist, um, although that I've worked in our market for over 16 years. Um, my experience began as a business development manager and a re- sales representative um, covering many different areas within the United States and talking to compounding pharmacists on a daily basis. 
I believe that a lot of my experience was also from the beginning of compounding where it really began to grow and people began to explore different avenues and explore different opportunities and things that they were able to hopefully serve their communities and patients. And it was really a split where we we saw community pharmacies grow into something very, very different. Um, and that began in 2002, as I mentioned. So I've been doing this for over 16 years. My current role right now with PCCA um, is that I serve as North American Sales Director. And uh, I have the opportunity and I'm definitely privileged and humbled to lead very, very powerful sales teams and sales individuals in different capacities. Um, and I've been with PCC for over eight years. And, and I would say that the growth that we've recognized in the last eight years has been truly amazing. But what really leads me to something interesting and something powerful is the fact that we are experiencing even more idea generation, um, more of a bright future for compounding. And there are so many different things that people are doing that are truly revolutionary. So I think that's going to be one of the main themes of this podcast and what we're trying to do to interface with our compounding pharmacies worldwide. Um, I think we're going to look outside the scope and specifically not just the United States, but what are compounding pharmacies doing across the world? And um, what is our role as a company with a lot of these people in terms of how they're trying to grow their business, how they're trying to grow their practice, and, and really explore different avenues to help assist patients on a daily basis. And, and I think that's the most amazing part about what compounding pharmacies do. And the future is bright and definitely exciting, and it's something that we're going to be discussing in future episodes. And um, through subject matter guests, as I mentioned, it, it's going to be a great opportunity to interface with members in a very, very different way. Um, most of our communication could be web-based, through blogs, through social media, through our emails, through interfacing with human beings and our sales department and our consulting teams. However, this is just an, an extra way to interface with everybody and it's exciting and I'm very, very happy to be part of it and I look forward to to see how this goes. And, and I really, 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 really hope that people will get a lot out of this podcast as well. Well, obviously from your background, you're, you're clearly a subject matter expert with respect to sales and certainly very strong in the marketing, which I think is going to bring a huge amount of value to anyone who's listening because I'm going to probably be picking your brain because, again, my, my strength might be in clinical and pharmacy side, but having someone with your, your, your strength, we can actually really help people develop some, some ideas. So with our, with our listeners, we will probably get a lot of feedback through the consulting department and I'll bring that information up. We all, if anyone ever has a question and they want to push it through, we're, we're more than willing to listen and, and hear it. So Seb, you brought up a good point. Um, for, for those of you that are not familiar with our consulting team, um, and the amount of pharmacists that we have at the disposal of, of compounding pharmacies and the ability to be an extension of their staff. Talk to me a bit more about what our consulting team does and how it is extremely important um, in terms of what our position is at PCCA from a consulting perspective and a clinical perspective. And talk to me a bit more about your department specifically. So... I would say that we are the only ones within the entire industry that actually have a consulting department of our of, of our scope. The whew, start with the simple one. We have 18 full-time staff including myself who are answering calls every day. 
We have, by extension, close to 50 people on our email chain. So we actually have contract consultants, past consultants, uh, other full-time pharmacists working within our company that we can actually reach out to. So if we were to say that we have 50 people within our consulting team, that, that wouldn't be a stretch. That includes formulations as well as our R&D. And that's where we kind of start. And that body of information, we're closing in on about 1,000 uh, combined years of experience that we can tap into and work with. But that's, that is just kind of the, the simple nuts and bolts. But what we're actually doing is we're providing a secondary or tertiary external clinical pharmacist who can actually help troubleshoot not only clinical questions, but also formulation questions, um, looking at looking at patient overall uh, symptoms, uh, illness, their actual needs, and we can actually bring something different. We can bring different ideas. And because there's so many of us, we can actually bring multiple options to every patient need. It's not a single... There's one person who, this is how they do it. There's, again, close to 50 different voices that can actually sing to, to that particular patient's needs. So that's kind of part of it, but we're taking close to, what, 300 calls a day? And what we're doing is we're arranging everything from simple calculations to can you help us come up with a suppository formulation? Does this work? Is there any evidence to support the use of this? to multi-ingredient preparations that we're doing in eardrops or topical transdermal gels. And then we're actually going through regulatory um, stance um, sort of discussions. So what is the FDA doing? What is the state board doing? What is the, what is the next big regulatory hurdle that's coming? How are you involved in helping us through these regulatory challenges? There's new regulations coming down. How do we synthesize this into our pharmacy? How do we actually implement this? All right, I understand all the rules, I understand SOPs, but how do I actually make the formula in this context of regulatory um, uh, scenarios? And how do I actually get it to a patient in a way that's actually cost-effective and clinically effective? That's what we'll do in a five, five to 12-minute conversation. So there's, there's a lot more going on than just a really simple, hey, I have a math question, can you help me do a capsule calculation? It can range from what goes into the capsule and how do we put it into the capsule without actually, and, and looking at things like USP 800. How do I actually execute my room so I can do this in a safe manner without affecting my staff and making sure I'm still compliant with all state board regulations and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. So that's, is, I think that's part of what you're asking. Yeah, it is. And um, I, I talked about the amount of years that we've been working in this type of field, and we've seen individuals that uh, began in compounding by dabbling and doing some very, very basic forms of compounding. And then um, as time has progressed, how revolutionary things have become, um, the impact of research and development and an innovation uh, to the field, not necessarily from a formulary point of view, but also uh, delivery of medications, the use of different equipment and devices, um, to make compounding a much more professional concept. What excites you the most about some of the questions you get and the direction that we are heading as a market and an industry? Probably the best part about what we do is, and this is, this is kind of an ethos of not only the company, but pretty much everyone who's in pharmacy is, there is a patient who needs help. How do we help them? 
And what I'm finding now in our industry is we have so many more tools. It is, it is, it is so different than it was even 15 years ago. 15 years ago, we were doing creams and some basic transdermals. We are doing some amazing things now. And what is absolutely, uh, what is absolutely exciting to me is seeing the, the, the interface of the technology, or sorry, the inter, um, intersection of technology with our compounding techniques and our understanding of the disease states and the utilization of other technology to actually get even more granular to understand what we're doing. We're utilizing drugs in, in such unique fashions because we understand the mechanism of action so we can actually apply it to whole patient populations now that we never even thought of five years ago, 10 years ago. And we are affecting such huge change in these patients' lives in massive populations. So we are able to, we're able to help thousands of people, whereas before we were doing ones and twos. And we're now actually at the point where we're seeing practices develop, where we're seeing a recruitment of patients, a huge recruitment of patients into a practice group because one, one pharmacist has, has undertaken the education and they're now able to become the subject matter expert. And they're now actually, their patients are coming to them. They're seeking them out. Physicians are coming to them looking for education, and they're the, they are the clinical expert, and they are really and truly making change in, in, their, in their community. Um, what's interesting to me, Sebastian, is that you've been a pharmacist for, for quite some time. Um, <laughs> I'm not that old. Well, you're, well <laughs> d- depends on who you ask. Um, I'm not a vampire. I'm just, I age well. I guess that's it. The, uh, the interesting part, and I know you're being very humble, and you've been a, a clinical compounding pharmacist and a consultant for, for quite some time, um, but you've also completed your fellowship in integrative and functional medicine with, uh, with the E4M group, and uh, that's something to be discussed as well. So we're, as much as we're going to have subject matter guests on certain, certain topics and certain things that pertain to the industry as a whole, I, I know... A, Often we're going to probably go back and forth and we're going to tap your knowledge base in terms of what you know and, and what is truly progressive and, and how to treat patients in a different manner. So I, I hope you don't mind, but over the course of the podcast, we will be tapping into your knowledge base um, and, and getting a better understanding of ways that you think, the ways that our clinical pharmacists here and our staff think. Um, and I think that's what's truly exciting is treating patients from a, a different point of view and having a better understanding, um, whether it's the delivery of medication, as I mentioned, and dosage forms, but not necessarily that, the clinical approach to the use of certain molecules and, and how that pertains to improved patient care. Um, anything that you want to mention in regards to functional medicine and, and, and how that pertains to compounding as a whole? That, thank you. Um, I... I would say that my team is incredible and we draw on each other's strengths. Um, I think my strength within our team is that I am way, way outside of the, the realm of normal thought process. So I will I put together odd pieces of information and to kind of help patients. And that's where the functional medicine comes from is that they're actually very tangential thinking. But at the same time, they're also very, very back to basics. Treat the overall global system functionally first, foundation, nutrition, proper sleep, proper, proper, uh, 
proper normal function, and then usually we can we can get a handle on a disease state. So, but yeah, we're we're gonna have some fun on this one. We're gonna be exploring. So, and then Mike, you've you've got such a such a such an interesting depth of experience because you started off as in, within sales. You were actually you saw the industry grow because back in what two thousand and two two thousand and three, mainly everything was in hormones and a little bit of vet, but. What have you seen as the most explosive growth in the last 15 years? Uh, obviously, that's a tough question because there are so many different things that um, have popped up in recent years, primarily relating to wound care and, and treatments of, of very difficult wounds and um, advanced pain therapeutics and, and being able to treat different conditions in different ways transdermally. Um, I guess the list goes on and on, and and it's it's a great segue into the amount of different topics that we're going to be able to discuss on this on this show, um, and I, I hope to be able to contribute to some of that knowledge. But um, I'll be asking a lot of the questions as well. <laughs> well, I'm going to torture you and be like, so tell me what the trend is that you see. So for sure. Anyways, well, I um I, I guess we want to wrap things up for this week. Um, this is obviously our inaugural episode. Um, our next episode is going to be extremely exciting. Um, we will be bringing in Jim Smith, our president of PCCA, talking about the future uh, of compounding and the state of our industry. Um, and I think that's going to be a, a, a great experience for most listeners. And having them ha being or giving them the chance to listen from Jim um, and his overall perception about where things are going as well. Um, I want to thank you, Sebastian, for the recording of our first episode. I want to thank you, Mike. This is awesome. You're a great host. And for those of you that don't know, Sebastian and I have been friends for eight years, so I will be picking on him from time to time, and there might be some comic relief in this podcast as well, and I'm sure he'll bug me. Um, but I want to thank you again for listening to our inaugural episode. For more information and resources, check us out on the PCCA blog page and on our members-only website. Uh, as I mentioned, join us for our next episode with President Jim Smith, and I will invite you to like us and subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode. Um, until the next time, I'm Mike Delicio, and I'm Sebastian. We will talk to you soon. And we are signing out. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.